Welcome back to Good Film Hunting. I'm Jack. I'm the host of the show where we talk about movies, TV, comic books, and all things pop culture related. Today, I have my friend Nate with me here, co-host as always. The other Jack, Jack C, had to go early. He had to go rewatch his favorite movie, The Last Jedi. But our movie of the week this week is my pick once again. So I'm basically just going through the order of my favorite movies, kind of. But this week's is going to be Django. Quentin Tarantino just announced his new movie, the film critic. And I feel like, you know, it's the, it's that yearly time where we, where I praise the best revenge movie, in my opinion, and also in my opinion, the best Tarantino movie, it may be unpopular, but this film has everything you need. Nate, what do you love most about this movie? I love everything about it. I think it was the first Tarantino movie I watched. Same. I watched it at a pool party at like midnight. Pool party. After we all ate. And I remember watching like them walking in the forest in the snow at the start. And I was like, what is this? And I was like, oh, they're they're just that's how we're doing people. You know, <laughs> I've never seen a Tarantino movie before. And I see yeah. all the blood and I'm like, ah. And then I watched Hateful Eight right after. Yeah. But kind um, of like which the, is that's like the brother movie. of this movie. Yeah. That's another a, snowy another... winter Tarantino movie. Great movie. That's the ex- I watched the extended cut and I still haven't seen that. It's it's good. I mean, like it's peak. It's just not for everyone because it's yeah. it's a it's like Knives Out. It's a big game of Clue. Except I like Knives Out I way more. It. And it's like the thing. And it's like, um, what's the name of that? It's Among Us. The movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that. Among Us. You've never played yeah. Among Us. Oh. Oh, I thought you were talking about like the movie The Among Us because you said no. the movie. Yeah, it is like The Among Us, the movie. No, um, it's like the thing, the movie, but it's like Among Us. <laughs> um, but it's great. But Django yeah, Jake, is better. This is know. a story, if you've never seen it, of a slave played by, in my opinion, the most talented man on the planet because Jamie Foxx can sing, act, mimic people, dance. Um, he can literally, he's funny. He can do anything in the world and he's, he's like one of my favorite. He's one of my favorite celebrities and he plays a, a slave who's redeemed to or who's who's freed by Christopher Waltz character who was Oscar nominated to help him as a bounty hunter hunt down these um, plantation owners, plantation uh, people at the head of a plantation. I guess they weren't the owners. These three brothers that Django used to be under. And help him identify them. And then eventually, if he wants to say, be a bounty hunter on his own. And this takes place in, in slavery. And the, the moral of the story really is just a good old revenge film. Just of Django. Just Django going after the people who were, who were you know, heads of the plantation. And then going after whoever had his wife before he got auctioned off. And this film is so good at that it's like john wick which we just talked about a movie doesn't if you're if know what you are as a movie you want to be a revenge movie then be you don't have to tell you know he's deep emotional like there's emotional parts it's gotta be extremely emotional and yeah but it does it so well and so effectively that it doesn't slow down the movie to do it exactly and it does hit on every level and i'm so attached to the, the the character of Django. Right. And while being emotional, it is still, first of all, an absolute bloodfest. 
this is probably i remember i i showed it to my mom and dad and my dad loved it and my mom just she couldn't take the gore she had to walk out like the end when they're in when they're in candy's house and yeah i mean there's blood all on the walls maybe the best tarantino third act yeah trying to think it's my favorite no kill bill maybe better i i still haven't seen kill bill criminal sin i like pulp fiction i like movies more than pulp fiction yeah no pulp fiction's great but i like i like inglorious and i like Django more i like his more recent films actually a little bit more but i need to watch kill bill i thought once upon a time was great kill bill once upon i loved them all jackie brown underrated still haven't seen death proof we need to do Tarantino episode. We'll um, do it before. I don't know. That's a that's a lie. Uh, yeah, we, got, we got time. Um, yeah, we'll do Christopher Nolan first. So good. Hold a special place in my heart because just like you, I was like, oh, this is what a Tarantino movie is. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I'd heard of him. I must have maybe spatially, like, been conscious of him, knew that the movies were bloody, but I watched it in high school and it blew my mind. And then I immediately went to Pulp Fiction and Kill Bill and everything else um same so good and it's the so first good. time god something about like that bright red fake blood in the snow and on the walls of candy's house <laughs> yes magical i mean this this christopher Wallace character is i don't know why i'm forgetting his name he's i mean everyone's so well acted this is arguably leo's best role this is arguably waltz's best role Arguably Django's best role. Not well, Sammy or Christoph Waltz's best role is in Inglorious Bastards, I think. Yeah. I mean, he won an Oscar One for One of the greatest villains of all time. Yeah. Yeah, no, he is incredible. But it's it's right up there, in my opinion. It's not Samuel Jackson's best role, but Samuel's hilarious. No. Yeah, he's good. And, Great side villain. Yeah. And, God, he's... <laughs> This this movie also is one of the funniest movies I've ever watched. Funniest the, Tarantino it, cameo with a dynamite. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tarantino trying not to write the n-word in his script oh challenge. God, impossible. <laughs> this movie at least it made sense. Yeah, it's stupid. That's, um, it's always jarring in Pulp Fiction to me. Yeah, I know. I gotta rewatch Pop, Pulp Fiction. It's been so long. Um. It is a great movie. He, I mean, J- Travolta re- revitalized career. And, and he it again. <laughs> He's a yeah, pro literally. <laughs> um, but the oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, the mass scene, the old uh, the old KKK scene. One of the okay. one of the funniest scenes in cinema, in my opinion. It's there's there's not a lot of jokes that or there's movie scenes that make me laugh the same every single time. But every single time I watch it, and this also gets a reference in every area of my life. Someone I know like brings it up. Um, so it's just, you know, it's so it's funny, perfect. bro. Perfect setup, yeah. perfect execution. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, it was like the right time for just a dumb joke in the yeah. middle of exactly. the second act of the movie. Yeah, okay. it's because, it, I mean, it's so Tarantino just to tell a random side story. Of like five minutes just to lead to a punchline. It's great joke where, where Jingle blows them all to hell. Yeah, this this movie's this movie's incredible, and it's like you were saying, it's gonna be just like the La La Land one. 
where we're all this, except we actually have stuff to a lot more to talk about now when we recorded our I Lala liked Land the one delete. that was pretty, and I like I said, colors. I like the colors. That was pretty, and <laughs> I like the colors. I did like the colors in this movie, and I did like the music yeah. in this movie. I love as a big spaghetti oh, western score. Fan. Yeah, just a modern spaghetti western done perfectly without being like a cheesy B movie homage. Yeah. Like he still did the whip pans and those like the, those fast tight zoom ins. Yeah, what they're called. Um, the spaghetti western music and even has like that the middle montage where time's passing and the Django song like. Dude, right it's out so of the good. Django movies from the sixties. Are you positive? Okay. What's positive what? mean? I'm positive he's dead. <laughs> Just it's, it's so good. Oh my gosh! When he comes up in the blue suit on the plantation and whips the brothers. Oh, but yeah, this this movie's peak. This is our you know my film of the week. I love this movie. It's probably in my top five just because it's the perfect example of a movie just being what it needs to be just be the great revenge film so it's my favorite revenge film ever i love a good old revenge film but i think that's all i have to say about it nate you have anything else he i mean i i think that hatefully and once upon a time in hollywood even though they're both like in my eyes perfect movies i get why people think that they're not as good because it's a little bloated and like this was like the last not bloated Tarantino movie, even though Kill Bill one and two he considers to be the same movie. You, you can call okay. that kind of bloated. Um, but he's so good at just like airtight, got a great script, great characters. There's never any part where you're scratching your head because you're like, that shouldn't happen. Yeah, like, that's kind of because it's like just I don't know how he does it. He makes movies that feel like they were made in like a movie factory, but not in the way that Marvel feels like that. I don't know. How, I don't know how to like, describe it. He makes basically like movie fans, I guess. Yeah, he makes movies that film schools would dream of presenting to their students. And this yeah, is and kind of not even in like the they're like fun, cheesy popcorn movies for general audiences, but they're also extremely well executed movies that are could have come out in the seventies. Like I don't know. Yeah, man. I mean, people can shit on him all they want. <laughs> and he's, I mean, he's, he's, he's dropped as one of my, and also, this is probably the first director that had a unique style because I grew up watching, you know, Star Wars and all that. Yeah. So when I saw this in high school, this was the, oh, there's directors with their unique style like this. Mm-hmm. So I watched this and then I watched, you know, Christopher Nolan. The only thing I'd really watched was Inception and the Dark and the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. So that's how I got into my now favorite, tied for my favorite movie, Interstellar which is also in our movie of the week and uh, the prestige and all of them, which is another fantastic movie. And so he was the first director with his own signature style that I caught on to. So this movie means a lot to me, not only because it's great, but it helped me a lot become who I am in terms of a movie fan and really being a nerd about it all. Yeah, but I think, because I think I was the exact same way. Like, yeah. And that makes you go back and watch Spider-Man and be like, oh, Sam Raimi has a distinct style. Yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, Sam well, Raimi's a freaking genius. Yeah. Tarantino's so heavy-handed with his influences and his own styles uh, that it opens your eyes. Because I think most people say he's like, oh, he's, a, he's not true cinema. It's like gateway movies. Like, I don't know. It's like, yes, they are gateway movies. So pretentious. They're also the best. Seriously the best it's so, bro it's enjoy the freaking 
Star Wars is as big as it is. Enjoy the movie. It's so pretentious, dude. But there is, it's true that like these are the movies that can hold your hand from generic action movie to art yeah. house movies. Like it, yeah, it can, it's true. Wes Anderson's the same way. Like, uh, are they quote unquote um, like beginner? film bro movies like owen only watching film. owen's gonna be a new character on this podcast owen's gonna be constantly mentioned um, i'm a little offended he had a lot of land in his top four and you said uh just generic film bro but you know no he, i mean a lot of his favorite movies were my favorite <laughs> movies but it was the fact that they were only those like he yeah. had the godfather and dog day afternoon and Good probably Fun. never watched the godfather these letterbox kids probably never actually they don't got it on blu-ray like me no they probably don't but Still, like he watched all them. He looked up the list of like best fifty movies of all time, watched them all, and then threw in Maze Runner three. <laughs> like, that's wild. I don't know why. It's like Jack. So Jack. Jack looked up the best action movies ever. The other one, Jack and then Z. decided to give them all one star. Yeah. <laughs> but which ones are the best, James? Daniel Craig, James Bond. Oh yeah, those are those are two. Yeah. I can't. I I can I can understand most of his hot takes. I just Skyfall. I can't. And Blade Runner. I can't. I'm I'm with you, man. I'm with you, but that's the end of our Blade Runner. My movie of the week next week. Please do, Jesus. No one's gonna watch that. But that's our that's our movie of the week this week. Django, great action, great revenge, great emotion. Tarantino at his best. Yeah, amazing music. This film's ten out of ten. You know, it's a reason. It's there's a reason I picked it. I'll next week. I'll probably pick something a little more out there that's not like generic because I've only had like the consensus most people love. So I'll probably pick a little something like a more close to close to my heart. Yeah. But um, thank you guys for listening. Follow us at Good Film Hunting Podcast on Instagram to keep up. Letterbox is Jack underscore Howard. Go look at my crappy movie takes. Mine is um, V. Yeah, it is. And Jack's is Owen. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you guys, thank you for listening. Share with your friends if you enjoyed. Go watch Django. It's a classic. Go watch all of Tarantino. Great director. Classic for sure. Amen. Amen. And you guys have a great rest of your day.